Hey guys, you can now support this show and make your life 50% better by going to patreon.com forward slash the system is down and signing up for the Downers Club, where you're going to get access to a plethora of wild, crazy, and often offensive bonus audio and video episodes of the show on a weekly basis. For more information, just go to patreon.com forward slash the system is down. The following is a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. going on folks it's me Scott McElroy I'm I'm back I'm back at you with some QAnon related information as I mentioned on the last show we're going to be doing things a little bit differently this is the first taste of the shorter format more episodes sorry it took me so long to post the first one if I'm going to be completely honest I I I just needed some time to uh recharge and unplug there um because there's just so much going on all the time that uh Sometimes that needs to be done. It was a long, exhausting uh, week at uh, the summer camp I staffed with some conditions that were not ideal because of COVID. Um, Yeah, and I was pretty tapped out. So, but I'm back in the game. I've been keeping an eye on things that are going on. Of course, everything is crazy. Uh, But like I said, we're we're not going to be doing the try to throw everything at once thing anymore. I'm going to try to focus on one or two things when I do this. Um, and this will evolve as it goes. So I may just post another episode that's also shorter tomorrow uh, in which I give you, you know, a little scattershot shotgun blast of information without going deep. We'll see because there's just, there's a lot to touch on. Even if it's peripheral, it's always worth it. But, you know, that's how it goes. Anyway, you know what pisses me off? I'm going to tell you in case you didn't think I was going to. Um, the price of frozen dinners versus the calorie content of frozen dinners. I don't know if you people have noticed this yet or at all. I'm a big, I like frozen dinners. I'm not like, I don't like the real gross ConAgra ones, but if you're selective, there are really good high quality frozen dinners that you can purchase with really nice, fresh, flash frozen ingredients. Um, The problem is they're freaking expensive. They're expensive. You gotta pay like five bucks for a frozen dinner with 360 calories in it. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know if the government is subsidizing this crap. Is the government subsidizing frozen dinners? Can someone do some research on that and, and comment on this uh, on this episode and let me know? Because, man, oh man. Like, I can go get 800 calories worth of food for, 500, for $5 at, uh, at Taco Bell. But a frozen dinner... It's unacceptable, especially because there's certain brands that I just, I really, really, really like, you know, like Saffron Road. Those are delicious frozen dinners. Really, really good. Um, Is this recording me anymore? What happened? Okay. 
Did I cut out a little bit there for a while? I don't know. It looked like the sound wasn't really pinging. Anyway, that's all I've got to say about that thing that irritates me. I just wish that they were cheaper. That's really what it comes down to. I'm sure that you can relate. You probably have your own fr uh, favorite frozen dinner brand that you also lament the price of. So we're in the same boat. It's good to have company. Okay, so moving on. I'm going to touch on two things today. One is going to be, of course, the Barut explosion, which everybody knows about. You saw uh, countless clips of it uh, happen. Absolutely crazy absolutely crazy explosion. Well, it's not the only one. Uh, since this is the QAnon Chronicles, we'll reference uh, postings from last summer where Q said August is going to be a hot month. And what do you know it? August has been a, a hot month. It's been an explosive month. There's been a lot of fires. There's been a lot of explosions just in the first, you know, 13 days or so of the month. Um, so just, you know, so that you know, uh, it's not just Barut. I'm pulling this up right now. It's a, it's a list. Um, it's a list that's pulling up right now. Just give it a second. Okay, so we've got so many of these fires, if only the list would load. Okay, so you had the Barut explosion, of course. You also had a fire on the 2nd of August at uh, the Dagoran border crossing between Iran and Afghanistan. You had an explosion in Barut on the 4th. You had an explosion at a chemical factory in Wuhan on the 4th of this month. Um, you had, hold on, give me just a moment. We had the Wuhan explosion. We had construction site fire uh, in St. Paul, Minnesota on the 4th. That's, there's a federal investigation regarding that. We had forest fires in Albania on the 4th. We had a forest fire in France on the 5th. Uh, Ashman Market in the United Arab Emirates on the 5th. That was a fire. We had multiple warehouses on fire in Najaf, Iraq on the 5th. We had a massive gas explosion in North Korea on the 5th. We had the Haramain Rail Station fire in Jebba, Saudi Arabia on the 6th. The World Trade Center fire in Brussels, Belgium on the 6th. A massive fire at a livestock company in Tehran, Iran on the 6th. And a UNICEF depot fire in uh, Kinshasa, Democratic Republic of Congo on the 7th. We had a market fire on Kwai Island, Iran on the 9th. We had a battery factory fire in Melbourne, Australia on the 9th. We had a gas explosion in Turkey on the 10th. We had a gas explosion in Baltimore, Maryland on the 10th. We had an explosion at a gas station in Volgograd, Russia. We had a massive blaze at a commercial building in Chicago, both on the 10th. We had a massive fire uh, in Birmingham, United Kingdom on the 10th. We had a generator power plant fire at uh, JFK Airport on the 10th. We had a port explosion in Sussex, United Kingdom on the 8th. We had a chemical factory fire in Vappi, India, uh, India on the 8th. We had a Grizzly Creek fire in Colorado on the 11th. Lightning caused an explosion at uh, Repsol's petrochemical plant in Puerto Llano, Spain on the 11th. We had a massive fire in duty-free warehouse Dubai, United Arab Emirates on the 10th. A fire at a rail station in Lucknow, India on the 11th. We had an airport fire at Frankfurt, Germany 
On the 11th, a lightning strike explosion in Shenyang, China. On the 3rd, a fire broke out in Lunga Lunga, Nairobi. On the 11th, we had an explosion reported near the metro station in Belarus. On the 11th, we had a cement factory explosion and fire in Sikandrabad, India. Uh, on the 11th, we had a chemical factory fire in the Auvergne region in France on the 11th. Port fires near uh, Mochimboa de Praia, Mozambique on the 10th. Uh, building fire in LA on the 11th. Fire broke out at a textile factory in Lafay, Italy on the 7th. We had a chemical factory fire in southern Quebec, Canada on the 5th. Two separate food factory fires in Torino and Ferenz, Italy on the 11th. Boiler room fire at food processing plant in Shaftesbury, United Kingdom on the 10th. Forest fire in Salamanca, Spain on the 11th. A large fire at a garment at a garment factory in Kharkov, Ukraine on the 6th. A factory fire in Lahore, Pakistan on the 5th. Uh, structure fire near a railway in Harlingen, Texas on the 11th. A massive blaze at cotton factory uh, Chanthan Gulabpura, India on the 10th. A fire erupted at the Trinmar Hotel in Spain on the 12th. A large explosion in the Farah province of Afghanistan on the 12th. Fire erupts at hospital in Abmanabadab, blah, 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 India on the 6th. There was a massive fire uh, on the highway uh, in Bangkok, Thailand on the 12th. Massive construction fire broke out on the 12th in uh, Durham, uh, North Carolina. Fire breaks out at Swansea University Bay Campus in Wales on the 12th. Electric substation fire reported in New Haven, Connecticut on the 12th. Three alarm warehouse fire, Bronx, New York on the 12th. Gas explosion in Lagos, Nigeria on the 12th. Massive fire in Lake Hughes, California on the 12th. Local tax department in flames in Azad. Azadshar, Iran on the 13th. Fire at thermal power at, uh, uh, po uh, thermal power plant in Russia on the 13th. And the list goes on. 60 deep so far, there's a guy that's keeping track of them just since the beginning of the month. Now, if you tie that in with like recent raids in Miami and Cleveland and asset seizures, uh, seizures by uh, our government, and if you look at, um, you know, like private bank and the fact that we've uh, raided their offices and all this stuff, I don't know. Me thinks that maybe people are trying to get rid of things, records, papers, materials, what have you. It's just an insane amount of explosions and fires in 13 days, starting with the Beirut thing. Now, when it comes to Beirut, who knows what actually happened there for sure, but uh, by all accounts, that was an incredibly controlled, incredibly uh, skillful blast. Um, Incredibly controlled, incredibly skillful. Uh, minimum collateral damage. The blast was, the radius was all directed upward and downward, so very literal, uh, very little lateral movement um, on the blast, so very little destruction. It definitely wasn't an accidental explosion. It was a strike of some kind. Details are pending on who's responsible, but it does look like uh, it was Hezbollah, it was a Hezbollah facility that was destroyed. They were manufacturing warheads, turning dumb rockets into st smart rockets. There was like 100 feet deep tunnels and rooms that were like fully furnished and air conditioned underneath the manufacturing facility that was blown up. A lot of weird stuff there. But of course, we're not sure exactly. We're not sure exactly what happened, but we're going to find out. We're going to find out eventually at some point and then the other thing i wanted to share with you guys which is kind of a deep dive as well was the um was this thread 
by Carlos Asuada, and I'm going to read it to you because it's really good, and we're going to end there, so get ready. All right, let's talk about how the Democrats are working overtime to reelect Donald Trump. Well, it is true that the Democrats have decided to use Black Lives Matter and Antifa as their uh, brown shirts the way Hitler did. This is politically suicidal. By 1933, the year that Hitler was appointed chancellor by President Paul von Hindenburg, the the, uh, the brown shirts numbered two million strong. Most people don't know that the German president had already created a military dictatorship by 1916. Hindenburg became chief of the general staff in 1916, and he and his deputy, Elric Lundendorf, were actually more concerned with stomping down the German public than fighting the war. The historical context of the Nazis is that they outnumbered everyone, and the Germans were already used to living under absolutist leaders. Germany had just been humiliated by the Treaty of Versailles, so Germans had a grudge. It was a homogenous population. Almost all Germans were white Christians. The only thing the rise of the Nazis and the attempted rise of the Democrats have in common is tactics and artwork. This is a brown shirts logo, and he shows a picture of the logo. Would you ever in a million years think Nazi the first time you saw it? No, because it's just a lightning bolt in an arrow. The final aspect is German law enforcement had real weapons of war. Flamethrowers, hand grenades, armored cars with six heavy machine guns each. But the cops supported the Nazis. They were simply switching one dictatorship for the other. So they didn't do anything to stop the brown shirts. American cops are trying to stop the riots, but they aren't equipped, and they're crippled by rules of engagement. Now, I wrote a thread about Timcast, who's Tim Pool, on Twitter. While the thread was a forceful rebuttal of Tim's claim that Trump was unprepared for the presidency and is unorganized, it had to be done. As I tell Adam Krigler, I like Tim. I want him to be a huge star and a billionaire, but... He has such a huge platform that I must rebut false information Tim spreads about Trump. People tell me that Tim's approach is more appealing to fence-sitters like himself. Sure, but I'm a Trump cheerleader. It's my job to respond with facts. The press coverage of Trump is so dishonest that I don't cut anyone slack. If the atmosphere were different, I would punch back ten times as hard. But there comes a time at which you must fight back in a way that's brutal and effective. You have to take no prisoners. I'm doing this for people whose lives will be destroyed if Trump is not re-elected. Look around you. Are you aware that the Turks regularly had coups? The armed forces safeguarded secularism. Erdogan simply replaced all the military leaders with Islamists, and now Turkey supports expansionist Islamist absolutism. But Erdogan's lackeys have zero military skills. The Turkish armed forces are now utter crap. I'll give you an example. A main battle tank is supposed to be used as a mobile assault platform. Turkey bought the ultra-modern German Leopard 2 and used it as a stationary artillery piece in Syria. It was utterly destroyed. The Turks won't even admit to how many Leopard 2s they lost, but it's in the double digits. How do you protect a tank? With air power and infantry. The Albatross J-1, an armored close-air support platform that had a 20mm cannon to knock out enemy tanks and take out anti-tank artillery. The aircraft flew in a pylon turn above the target while the rear gunner fired armor-piercing and high-explosive cannon rounds at it. Today, Americans use MQ-9 Reaper Jones, missile and guided bombs. In On the digitized battlefield, everyone can see everything, so the enemy is smashed. The Democrats are as fanatical as Islamists. It blinds them. The Democratic SA, the brown shirts, is destroying only Democratic cities. All they're doing is creating more Trump voters among Democrats. The press claims that the riots are Trump's fault. 
No one buys it. Nobody buys the idea that the mere presence of federal agents is so egregious that people have no choice but to burn down the city. And now, to bring about stability, we must abolish law enforcement. In other words, we must pay the Dane Geld. Rudyard Kipling published a poem in 1911 called The Dane Geld. It's always a temptation to, uh, to an armed and agile nation to call upon a neighbor and to say, we invaded you last night. We are quite prepared to fight unless you pay us cash to go away. And that is called asking for Dane Geld. And the people who ask it explain that you've only to pay them the Dane Geld and then you'll get rid of the Dane. And the poem goes on to say that you never get rid of the Dane once you pay the Dane Geld. So remember, leftists are cognitively rigid. They don't know that they're destroying themselves. The final fact is in the messengers. They are disgusting. Who decided that we love shrill harpies? These horrible women by themselves are peeling away the Democrat support, as in the press. Nobody likes harpies, not even other harpies. All I could do as I watched was laugh. This is easily one of the most off-putting presentations I've ever seen. And then he links to a Tommy Lauren PSA for boyish men. It's like man repellent, he says. Bear spray for men. People generally seek out people like themselves. Oh, if all of Tommy's friends are like her, mystery solved. I can't imagine having dinner with her, but I'd love to have dinner with Tim Poole. We'd talk about everything except politics. Speaking of harpies, Kamala Harris is the VP. My mind is officially boggled. In their debate, VP Pence is going to serenely squish her into the carpeted floor of the studio. She's going to be a pile of protoplasm, nothing more. Harris was the worst possible choice for Biden, so of course he made it. Thank the Judas goats. Guess what Harris did? She zealously persecuted, prosecuted black Americans and exempted illegal Hispanics from the law. In this Afrocentric moment of time, he chose the one person guaranteed to alienate black voters. Ah, end. And that's where we'll end. Thanks for listening. You'll hear from me uh, probably tomorrow, but if not, very soon. All right. This has been a Goulash Media production. Goulashmedia.net. This concludes our broadcast day. Click.